0: So they wanted a stable presence, a guy without a lot of scandals, so they hired someone who killed Steve. Yeah, I, I the LSU know. way.
1: Just going to put that out there just so uh, we don't get sued. Yeah, I, yeah. well well, thank you for that. I'm not sure whether I should be offended or taken as a compliment, but but you know, anyway, go on. Put them both in a jousting tournament.
0: It, none of it matters. Texas a and ms going to go 8-4 this year and half those kids are going to transfer. Are you sure? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the biggest shit show in college sports. Uh, we have surpassed the CFB playoff committee. Uh, this is just a shit show. 24 7. I'm back, as always, with Karen. Karen, how you doing, pal?
1: I'm doing good. Ready for the bowl games to start, or properly start, I should say.
0: Uh, excuse you. You put some respect on the famous toastery bowl. All
1: right. Yep. Yep. That, the minute I said it, I knew I was wrong. I knew I was yeah. wrong. Yeah. Well, properly. No, that was a proper.
0: Proper start to a bowl game, to bowl
1: season. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Uh,
0: Also the Celebration Bowl for HBCUs. I forget who played in it. Uh, Florida A&M and someone else. That's how games work. Let's see who played. Uh, Howard. Uh, Florida A&M defeated Howard for its first Celebration Bowl win. Nice. Uh, Overcame an early double-digit deficit. Uh, Same thing. In the famous Toastery Bowl, there are also a lot of comebacks this season. And it's Definitely. only, like, one weekend in. The Western Kentucky Hilltoppers overcame a double-digit deficit to Old Dominion. And we're just going to talk about this real quick. So, for everyone who saw the news, uh, Malik Henderson, Nelson, the Texas backup quarterback. I should have known this off the top of my head, but I don't. So, here we are. Uh, said he's not playing the bowl game because he is transferring. So he can't play. Uh, however, the Western Kentucky quarterback who led this miraculous comeback, Caden Veltkamp, 383 yards, five touchdowns in the transfer portal. He is transferring after this year and he still played in the bowl game. So it's a load of shit, but since we're already talking about it, uh, we're going to talk about it later, but Kiernan, or do you think there are too many bowl games? Kind
1: of, kind of, um, but this season has challenged me a little bit only because the JMU situation, Uh, because like, it's one of those situations where, you know, there's not enough teams. So they have to go to a team that, you know, technically by the rules, isn't allowed play to, in order to get enough teams with six wins. Uh, So that kind of proved a point that, you know, you don't, they don't have enough bowl games, but at the same time on the same token, I feel like th- like there's too many to keep track of between group of five, power five, all that jazz. There's just, it, it, it just feels like it's all over the place. I think there should be a more stringent, uh, a more stringent requirement. I'm thinking like eight wins. So reduce the number of bowl games, increase the, the difficulty. And I know, the first thing off the top of my head is you're leaving out the people that, you know, are, want, are wanting to play You're you're, you're cutting down the amount of competition that's in the games. And, and I get all that, but I just feel like if you, if you're not, if you can't get to, if six wins is the threshold, it's like 500% is the threshold. Then like, I, I just, I feel like there should be, uh, more quality in the bowl games uh, to, 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 I know with the playoff, they don't matter anymore, but like the, I, I'd like to see better quality bowl games, even if I have to view less of them. That's fair. Uh, I, first off, I don't want to
0: correct anything you've said, but let's not give the NCAA a passing. Well, because there's so many bowl games, James Madison got to play. James Madison should have been playing from the get go. So should Jacksonville state have no, 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 I agree. I'm not saying you're giving a pass. I'm just also saying like, that's not, I disagree with you, but just to your point, I would not say this is an NCAA stupid decision that they got bailed out on
1: twice this year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm merely talking about the present situation like as it stood or as it stands rather right now, I'm not saying like, we we've both agreed that the, the, the decision was stupid to begin with, Blah, 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 blah. That's all fine. But as it presently stands, I think that's what I'd like to see.
0: I I get what you're saying. I think there are some bowl games that maybe need to go or the sponsors are dumb. I think that the they have a perfect amount of bowl games. And I used to be on the side of there's too many of these games. But at the same time... It's not some of the bad games that we're going to be eliminating, really. It's not going to be a Georgia Tech versus UCF. The Gasparilla Bowl, that's probably not going. That's not going to be a very good game. I'm good, just honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Utah at Northwestern. Look, Northwestern is a great story this year. The Las Vegas Bowl, well, it's not going to be a great bowl game. Mm-hmm. It's bowl games like the ones we saw this weekend. Jacksonville State in their first ever bowl game outside of the decision to let them play due to not enough six win teams coming back and winning in overtime or just winning in overtime. You have Western Kentucky at old dominion coming back from a double digit deficit to win in overtime. It's these really good games that are against teams. Nobody really ever cares about. And I think giving them a chance to play is great. And bill Connolly from ESPN tweeted out. And a reminder, if the too many bowl crowds eventually wins, These are the games that would get cut in response to the famous Toastery Bowl. You know, the fun and wildly memorable ones. I think there are plenty of fond memories from these shit games, quote-unquote shit bowl games. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. For these fan bases that nobody, outside of having a goofy-ass fucking mascot, when was the last time you thought about Western Kentucky? Never. I think about them because Alabama plays them every few years. But outside of Grimace, the big red blob, or whatever the fuck that thing is called, nobody thinks about Western Kentucky. Same thing with Fresno State. Nobody really thinks about them ever outside of Derek and David Carr going there and now Devontae Adams because he played with Derek Carr. Uh it's like it's these smaller schools that I think. Is cool to see them get a chance in mm-hmm. the sunshine that they're never going to get. It's these guys' chance to play in a meaningful game, depending on how you view bowl games at this point. <clears throat> so I think that we have a great number of bowl games. Plus, at this point, it's free college football.
1: You know, you, you raise a lot of good points, and maybe it's like my professionalism, NFL mind taking taking control there because, like, I will. Oh, I want to see you know. Penn state and Iowa play again, you know, some ludicrous statement like that. Maybe, maybe it is that in the back of my mind and I'm not realizing it. And you do make some, some great points because frankly I would be bored as hell just thinking about Penn state versus Iowa again, frankly, it'd be an incredibly boring matchup that I really don't care for. Um, the, the more that you talked about, it, the more I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. Maybe I am I'm just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wouldn't because say you're, you're, right, idiot, you're,
1: you're right. You're right. You're right. Double deficits, double deficit uh comebacks in overtime are more fun than 14-0 in a in, a, in Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. It, my my point was stupid.
0: No, it's it's not a stupid point. That's a very common thought process. I used to be one of them. Yeah. But I think I like fun. I decided Karen in 2023 it's time to admit I like fun. Right. So, I give me all the bowl games. Give me all the famous toastery bowls. Give me all the Gasparilla bowls. Give me all the bad boy mowers pinstripe bowls, whatever the hell that game is called now. They are fun games, and I like fun. That's
1: make a great argument that I'm, I'm having
0: trouble rebutting. <laughs> also, if anyone wants to bring up, as you mentioned in your professionalism mindset without the NFL does, there have been... Sub-500 teams in the playoffs. There have been sub-500 teams in the playoffs that have won bowl games. The 2011 Seahawks, I think, and like the 2016-2017 Panthers also did it. It is doable, and it's fun. It's fun when it happens. Don't let your love for professionalism when watching a fucking game overtake your love for
1: fun. That's a great point. It's a great point. You know, like I said, I'm having trouble figuring out a way to counter it because you're absolutely right. It's now I want to see more bowl games. There's not enough, Kevin. We're totally undersold. We need give the championship to Miami of Ohio. <laughs> yeah,
0: perfect. Fuck we it. need the tailgate on the quad anymore. bowl. The tailgate on the quad bowl sponsored by Belly Up Sports. We need it.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Also, if anyone's listening to that and going, "That's ridiculous," guys, we had a Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. Come on, it, it, yeah, we can. Do I it. think th- I think that was a bridge too far.
1: Yeah, I feel like if 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 Jimmy Kimmel can can get his own, uh, his own bowl, I feel like through a ridiculous GoFundMe, we could do it. I'm only That's for like- a year, but we could do it. Maybe for like
0: the first drive (laughs) like middle of the (laughs) middle of the first quarter all right guys the sponsors changed they ran out of money but no, as i'm pounding my chest banging the drums of more bowl games i think the jimmy kimmel la bowl was one where i went oh maybe there are too many of these (laughs) maybe we should rein it in a little bit guys but then
1: yeah it's really it's really the cringe ones that you're like did we go too far it's (laughs) did scientists think that this was okay
0: do you think god too stays in heaven for fear of what he has made <laughs> yeah uh, there you go uh no it's it's really and the cringe ones can be fun the godaddy.com bowl i talk about it every week because i yeah. love that name great bowl name the bad boy mowers pinstripe bowl or whatever it is great the jimmy kimmel la bowl. Yeah, it's, maybe uh, if they got a cooler celebrity i'd be all i'd be on board cooler or a worse celebrity ryan reynolds bowl the ryan reynolds la bowl perfect yeah there you go the or just the opposite end of the spectrum the bella Thorne la bowl oh
1: no the the bella Thorne vegas bowl that's
0: true the bella Thorne las vegas bowl i think would be good uh let's think of a really bad celebrity that would make a great bowl sponsor uh the Pee-wee Herman label? no, because that's, that's dead. Cringy. I feel bad.
1: That's that. cringy enough to be funny, though. So that's that what I'm going count. for.
0: I'm going for something that's okay, like well, yeah, it's, then, yeah. it's not a good celebrity, but it's hilarious that they're a bowl sponsor. Yeah, all right, fair enough. The, the Joel Gar-
1: Osteen Cotton Bowl? Yeah, that's pretty bad. The the, the uh Gary Busey. I keep wanting to do it in Vegas. No, the Gary Busey New Mexico Bowl. (laughs) That's fair. Is he dead? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I
0: I feel like a lot of these will fit the Las Vegas Bowl. Yeah. The Charlie Sheen Las Vegas Bowl.
1: Oh, my God. That's perfect. That's perfect.
0: Charlie Sheen, you have enough money. If not, borrow some from Emilio or your father and please sponsor the Las Vegas Bowl. That would be Please. So yeah, bowl season. D- not enough bowl games. Make more. But on to the latest news. It is national signing day, Kiernan. Now it is. we are not we're not a recruiting podcast. You've heard us talk. Do you really think either of us are smart enough or care enough to go through thousands of college football players? No. If you want to do that, go find a podcast relating to your team. The Rising Tide Podcast on Belly Up Sports, for example. Or Talking Tide. I think it's Talking Tide. The Talking Tide Podcast. I should really know these names right now. This is a problem. Anyway, but we're not. But we're going to talk about some of it. And the first off, we're just going to jump right in. We're going to talk about maybe the biggest flip we've seen in a while. The number one quarterback in the country, number two recruit nationally, Dylan Rayola. From Buford, Georgia, was committed to Georgia this whole time. Flipped last week, going to Nebraska.
1: Ken, what are your thoughts? Uh, absolutely wild, in my opinion, because like he's the number one quarterback. So he he one hundred percent could have gone to pretty much pretty much any school, barring maybe three or four right? And he was already recruited for Georgia. So the the fact that Matt Rule was able to flip him right before signing day is ridiculous. I want to know what, what he's building in Nebraska, because frankly, I think there's an underground bunker that he just hires the best people possible. It's like the Manhattan project has to be super secret. Something is going on in Nebraska that Matt rule is cooking up and it's, it's going to be fun. If it works.
0: That's true. Oh, spin zone. Mm. Michigan didn't actually fire Connor stallions. Oh, he's going to go to Nebraska. He's going to be the inside man. Like the Soviet spies in the Manhattan project.
1: Oh, there you go. Fired him for public perception but other than that he's still you know the the public
0: thinks he's fired he's like yeah you know fuck michigan i want to bring nebraska back to the glory days just his resume and application is just the michigan manifesto with michigan crossed out (laughs) and nebraska (laughs) scrambled
1: in yeah all of his paychecks are in cash and he's not allowed to have venmo but untraceable gold bullion
0: (laughs) but uh georgia fans had some thoughts on this some people were talking about he doesn't want to work hard. He doesn't want to grind to win. He just wants to go be like a decent quarterback, be beloved by Michigan, and sleep with a bunch of thick Nebraskans. Uh, first off, Georgia, you're in the South. Don't be throwing stones about weight. Yeah. I'm not throwing stones about weight. I have no way to talk, but I'm not talking shit. But, and they're also going, I don't, we don't want him. Like, I don't buy that nine times out of 10. Whenever team like a big name recruit goes somewhere else, and like we we didn't really want him anyway, I kind of buy it with this one. Uh, his uh, his official commitment announcement included a poem, mm. which I'm going to read you now. In the realm of college dreams, where purpose takes flight, enter Dylan Rayola, crafting his narrative in the night. Once lured by Georgia, where powerhouse glory gleamed yet Nebraska's purpose in his heart brightly beamed. In the scarlet and cream where legacies entwine, Dylan, like Rogers, Rogier, and Crouch, a hero in the line. No longer a cog in some powerhouse machine, but a quarterback with an even grander ambition unseen. So fellow fans await with hope in the air for Dylan to choose his purpose to declare. In a weekend's decision, destiny calls to to fulfill his purpose where a new dynasty enthralls. I'm sorry. I don't want that get on my roster.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, that's fair enough. It's like, that was, it's, it's so cringy. It's, it's genuinely terrible. If it was, if that was a shittier poem, I, I think I'd find the humor in it, but it's not.
0: Yeah. It's, it's in line with the Jimmy Kimmel LA it is. It's, it's bad. It's not a good poem like the Ryan Reynolds LA Bowl, but it's not a shit show poem like the Bella Thorne Las Vegas Bowl. It's right. or Charlie Sheen Las Vegas Bowl. That's yeah. what we're going with. That's going to be our default factor, our default go to now. It's just bad, but not bad enough to be like, oh, he's shit posting.
1: Yeah, like yeah. If he was if if he, if that was sarcasm, like if if that could be read as sarcasm. That would be funny. But it, it literally isn't. I genuinely think that's how he thinks. Which is concerning just, for everything. Or he just put it in chat GTP. GPT, I, it's really. possible. He definitely had a like, writer.
0: Which I think makes it even worse. If it was a shitty poem that he himself wrote, I would love every minute of it. Yeah. But this is just, it, it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. If I were Matt Rule, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, I put, I spent all this NIL money and all this fucking time. To get Dylan to come to Nebraska. And he releases a fucking poem
1: about it. Yeah. How long do you think he had that in his back pocket? Because that is not something I think he did it within like 24 hours. That, well, that's hard for me to believe. He definitely had that ready. I think if it is
0: chat GPT, which I'm pretty sure it was, I could see him doing that within 24 hours.
1: All uh, right, maybe. Like,
0: make a poem about Dylan Rayola, number two recruit in the country, flipping from Georgia to Nebraska, and it just Mm -hmm. spits that out in five minutes. Not even. If it was worse, I would believe he was always going to Nebraska. Mm. But, yeah. But more National Signing Day news. Uh, We're just going to go through top ten recruits real quick. A lot of SEC schools, Cannon. Yeah. No shit. A lot. Uh, First up, Jeremiah Smith, wide receiver out of Florida, goes to Ohio State, number one, national position, state, what have you. Dylan Rayola, we just talked about, to Nebraska. Ellis Robinson, the fourth from Florida, went to IMG, which is basically Bishop Sycamore, but better at football. I don't (laughs) think they actually give a shit about school. Uh, Cornerback going to Georgia, so they're really not hurting. Like Dylan going somewhere else did not hurt them too much. Uh, DJ Lagway from Texas, quarterback. Going to Florida. Williams Nguaneri. Nwiner- Where do you go with that? Nwineri. Uh Defensive lineman. Going to Mizzou. He's from Missouri, but still proud of Mizzou for getting a five-star. Or a number five in the country. LJ McCray. Uh, defensive lineman from Florida. Going to Florida. Justice. Justin Scott, excuse me, from Illinois. Going to Miami. In Florida. Not of Ohio. Uh, Cam Coleman, wide receiver from Alabama, going to Auburn. Justin Williams from Texas, going to Georgia. He's a linebacker. And Ryan Williams, wide receiver from Alabama, going to Alabama. Uh, a lot of this is just the rich get richer, and then Nebraska and Mizzou. Meh. And also, like, Miami and Auburn and Florida are on tough times, but they're still, like, historically Okay, programs. I feel bad putting Miami in a category with Auburn and Mizzou. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) Or Florida. So, I don't know. Karen, what are your thoughts on the top ten? Any shockers? Like, what the fuck is this school doing here?
1: Uh, No, I, 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 I wouldn't say there's any shockers. I mean, maybe Nebraska because of the Dylan thing. But, I mean... It's one of those things, like, I I understand the hype around recruits, but, like, they still need to prove themselves in college. Like, it's a completely different monster than what you're playing in high school for. So, like, I, I'm I'm more convinced by, like, the NFL draft because they've had four years to prove themselves at, like, not a professional level, but, like, you know, the, 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 their start, at three years is going to be as high as it can possibly go. Maybe a fourth year. yeah. But like the the hype around at high school kids, I just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter until they put up, you know, 20 touchdowns in, you know, 12 weeks or whatever, you know, something ridiculous. Then I'll start to buy the hype around people, but uh, yeah, players are good. They're going to go to good teams. They're going to get an NIL bag wherever they think they're, they're most likely to play, whatever, do your thing.
0: Yeah, I I think getting excited about recruits coming to your school is great. Like, cool. It's something to be excited about. It's like the incoming stars you're going to root for in a couple of years. Yeah, unless true. they transfer.
1: Which <laughs> it's but just happening a lot.
0: I, tweeting at recruits, freaking out at them. Th- these are fucking children, guys. Calm down. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Don't, 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 don't. Just let them live their lives. Come on. Uh, I did debate, though, tweeting, because people were like, guys, reminder, don't threaten a high school student. <laughs> don't talk shit to them about where they're going to school. Yeah. And I really wanted to retweet all of them be like, God forbid a man have hobbies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should have. That would have been great.
0: <sighs> uh, the, oh, there are two four stars from Massachusetts, Kiernan. Hey, there you go. Uh, Gerby Lambert from Catholic Memorial. Wow. Offensive tackle going to Notre Dame. Liam Andrews. Wow. Hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. Sorry. That does not surprise me in the slightest.
0: I'm kind of surprised he didn't go to Boston College.
1: It, it was one of the two. It was one yeah. of the
0: two. Yeah, let's see if he was even looking at Boston College. Yep. Yeah, Of course he was. Okay, this <laughs> list of schools, though, is insane. What is it? He was offered – all right, it's showing a few, but I'm going to read you some of the schools that offered him. We're going to go through okay. all of them. Wisconsin. Okay. Tennessee. Stanford. Pitt. Penn State. Michigan State. Michigan. Miami. Maryland. LSU. Kentucky. Georgia. Florida State. Auburn. Alabama. Ohio State. Notre Dame. Boston College. And Harvard. Wow. That's – uh. I'm that's quite the list of schools. It is also on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Any list with Alabama on at Har- and Harvard on it. Confuse me. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but also you gotta love the gumption. Boston college showed
1: like, yeah, we could get this guy. Uh, I mean, he picked Notre Dame, so it's not a far shot. I'd argue a little Tennessee would be the farthest shot in that in that list. Uh, but Tennessee's an
0: SEC school that has historic success. Boston College has a Heisman winner in the 80s. Uh, still, I mean... Uh, that could be fair. Maybe I'm also just trying not to be too biased, so I'm being biased in the other direction. There you go. Also, I've watched Boston College play football live this year, and oh my God, they're
1: fucking terrible. Yeah. Holy shit, I saw Van... It still makes sense why he chose Notre Dame then.
0: Yeah. I saw Van Dyke overthrow every single receiver on his team, and Miami still beat Boston College. They're terrible. But now let's go through the team rankings for recruits. Also, Kieran, if you were curious, Penn State's highest-ranked recruit, I think it was like 20th? Uh, Where is he? I just saw him. Uh, 27th, Luke Reynolds at tight end from Connecticut. Cool. Th- thought you'd be curious. He is a five-star, but all right. Number one recruiting class in the country after National Signing Day is Georgia with 28 commits, 4-5 stars, 24 stars, and three, four, three stars. Next up, Alabama with 25 commits, 3-5, 17-4, and 5-3. Uh, the U coming in with two fives and 11-4s and 14-3s. Ohio State at 4 with five, twelve, and 3. Oregon at 5 with no 5 stars, 24 stars and 5-3 stars. Texas at 6 with 4, 14, 3. Auburn, 2, 13, and 5 at 7. Oklahoma, 1, 5-star, 18, and 9. FSU, zero five stars 15, 4-stars, 7, 3-stars. And Notre Dame at 10 with 1, 5-star, 15, 4-stars, and 7, 3-stars. Uh, I don't think any of this is that surprising. No. Uh, I don't fully understand how composite rankings work. Like, I understand it's, like, Oregon has zero five stars, 24 stars, and 5, 3 stars. Oklahoma has 1, 5 star, 18, 4 stars, and 9, 3 stars. I feel like they would just have a higher ranking based on that. But I don't know. Not really sure how it all works. Uh, Penn State came in at 14, Karen, if you're curious. Yeah, see that. I'm trying to see who's last. Boston College at 92nd with 12 commits, 11 three-stars, and a one- or a two-star. Colorado's at 98. They have six commits. One five-star, three four-stars. We are down here, Kiernan. We're at 160. All right, these are all just tied. Uh, Abilene Christian has one commit. Good on them. So there's a lot of people tied for last. Shocking. Yeah. Penn, Montana, Holy Cross, North Alabama. Same North Alabama team. It was up 3-0 on Florida State, by the way. Uh, (laughs) Howard, Western Illinois, North Dakota, Illinois State, Yale, Georgetown, Cornell, Idaho State, Southeast Missouri State. Delaware, Indiana State, Grand Valley State, Eastern Kentucky, Sacred Heart, Southern Utah, Eastern Illinois, Minnesota, Duluth, Saginaw Valley State, Montana Tech, San Diego, Pacific, St. Thomas, Wolford, Wagner, Kennesaw State, Central Washington, Minot State, Michigan Tech, Colgate, uh, Southern Oregon, Long Island University, Lafayette, Wayne State, and Abilene Christian all have zeros. Oof. Now, the actual bottom of people who actually we kind of care about. New Mexico State at 165 with four commits, one three star. An average ranking of 10.5. And then Army's also there at
1: 162nd. Did the, did the academies count? Uh, Yeah. Well, like, I mean, obviously they do, but like those people have to go into the military. I mean, without the special exemption. I don't know.
0: I don't know. It didn't stop Air Force from getting forty-two commitments. That's fair. And two, three stars. All right.
1: Maybe I'll stand
0: corrected. Hey, I mean, you're guaranteed
1: a job once you leave. That's true, but you're also—it's. Now I say this: guaranteed to get shot while doing that job. All elegance and grace. You have a higher likelihood of dying. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you think about it,
0: Kiernan. College football players have a 100% mortality rate.
1: Just when that will oh, happen. F- fucking Kevin, no shit. Humans have a 100% mortality rate. Yes. God damn it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. No, it's good for them. They're willing to die for everyone watching them on the field every week. So we got to respect the troops, but there's your rankings. That's probably the most recruiting talk we will do the rest of the season. But uh, Auburn coach Hugh freeze had some thoughts on recruiting uh, talking about the sec. There are some schools in this conference that believe in last night efforts. There are some late night pushes. We won, held on, won, one, lost one. People in this conference are good at what they do. I don't always like what is done. Uh, Cannon, any thoughts from Hugh Freeze on recruiting and how it's done? So
1: uh, I watched the video and I listened to him talk. And to be perfectly frank, and I know you're going to go completely off on him, so I'm going to defend him a little bit. That was just him responding to a question that he probably should have been better prepared for. I, I It was a lazy answer. Yeah. But like, you know, it's national signing day. It, he 100% himself and his recruiting staff, 100% probably got some late night deals done as well as the, as all of the other teams, you know, and he can like, or dislike what other people did the NIL bag that's been going around. Hey, hey. all I'm saying is that he could have phrased it better, but I don't think there's anything in what Hugh Freeze had said.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, I I kind of agree with him, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's ridiculous when these schools are going out breaking the rules, like getting four level one violations as a head coach of a big name program. That's a bad thing that happens. It happens a lot. It happened at Old Miss when Hugh Freeze was there.
1: He's one to talk. I'm not saying. Yeah.
0: He knows about recruiting violations because yeah. he's been there. He's basically, what is it? Is it State Farm? We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Yeah, yeah, he is. No, the no, state no it's farm. Farmers.
1: It's Farmers. Uh, whatever. He, I knew what you meant. Yeah.
0: It was Farm in there. That's really what Hugh Freeze is doing. He's like, yeah, I know what recruiting violations look like. I've seen them, so I know what to talk about. Yeah. No, Hugh, it doesn't fucking matter until there's pen to paper. If... One night, if you're going to complain, oh, last night efforts, like, I don't like how that's done. If your recruiting is so bad that one night's worth of efforts can get a recruit to not go to Auburn, that's more of a you issue than uh, anyone else in the SEC issue. Be better. And
1: the other thing is, ABC, always be closing, Hugh. (laughs) That's great. But the other thing is, Auburn didn't recruit that poorly. Like I, I'm, no. I'm sure there were a couple people that they were eyeing up, and they thought they had a deal. You know, almost had pen to paper type thing. And I get that, but like they didn't do poorly. They were what ranked seventh, eighth. What did you say earlier? Yeah, they were ranked pretty highly. Uh... Yeah, it's like I like I don't know how, how many how many uh, what did you say title one violations did he have last Four. night? Oh, so, like, that's true. Last night, yeah, like you know. It, I don't know what he's trying to prove by saying that. It's just like you you did well, you know, probably better than you should have given your this past season's performance, and frankly, given your past track record. I don't understand why that many people committed to you in the first place. So just be happy with what you have and shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, Hugh, if you're that upset about it, just get on your university cell phone, call it (laughs) Escort Babylon. Try to get some escorts out there in Auburn, and it'll be great. Yeah. It's fine.
1: Like, You've done it before, and as far as I'm concerned, no one really got hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, hurt feelings here or there, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the escort service, no, nobody got hurt. For the other stuff he's done, yeah, there's probably some poor high school girl who was scarred for life now.
1: Nice right, job, well, that, yeah, that's fair.
0: Uh, He's a despicable person. I hate him. Uh, not just because he goes to Auburn, just because he's, he's a piece of
1: shit. Well, we're not condoning anything that he's done. We're simply making statements on the on the current condition. <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, speaking of coaching in college football, Karen, there's a little job opening. Oh, yes, there is. They're in the plains in the great state of Iowa. The hardiest state of the country, I've always said. It's the backbone of this nation. Iowa, there's just not enough great things I can say about it. The people are wonderful. The defense, my God. It's It's incredible. The corn.
1: Stretches on for
0: miles. Beautiful. Best damn sight you could ever hope to see. No, you keep your Mount Everest. You keep your Amazon rainforest. Give me the Iowa cornfields, baby. Feeding America is what they're doing. Yeah, it's their. And they need an offensive coordinator, Kiernan. They do. Someone who can fit the hearty stock that the Iowa people expect. That they've worked hard and earned. And they earn to watch a team go out there and score more than 25 points a game. And God damn it, I am the man for the job. <laughs> Which is why I applied for the job last week. <laughs> Right after we recorded, I hopped onto the Iowa job posting website and applied to be Iowa's offensive coordinator. I have not been rejected yet; it is under review,
1: which which is promising, which is extremely promising as far as I'm concerned.
0: So I can put on a resume I was a candidate for the Iowa offensive coordinator job.
1: It's a, it's a valid statement. It's a valid statement.
0: It is. Uh, I was not rejected immediately, so I am a candidate.
1: What what did you what did you happen to write on your resume? Did you actually just fill it out or did you like just like, you know, your standard resume or just be like, I am better than Brian Ferentz"?
0: Oh, no, I wrote I just submitted my actual resume.
1: <laughs> oh, did you really? Yes. The, the objective, the objective at the top of the page just read I can score you 26 points a game.
0: Uh, I did write a cover letter.
1: Did you really? Can you read it to yeah. us? Yes. Oh, yes, go. I can.
0: It's long. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. It's over a page.
1: That'll take, what, two minutes at most? Go on. I don't know. Go uh, on, to read it, to, it us.
0: Con- to whom it may concern, I am extremely interested in the Iowa offensive coordinator position. While I'm not your typical candidate, I believe my experiences and outside perspective would make me the ideal kid. As director of personnel at Belly Up Sports, I had to recruit new writers to convince them why Belly Up was the right move and the best option to show off and, more importantly, develop their talents. After getting them on board, I also deal with personalities, gently telling writers why others within the organization got more of a spotlight at the moment and how they could achieve that as well with work and specific improvement suggestions. While at Ballyup, I have also had a key role in working closely with the social media team. As Twitter, now X, Instagram, and TikTok's importance in the recruiting game, it is vital to have someone on staff who knows how to effectively utilize platforms to show off all that Iowa has to offer. Why not also have that person be someone who will form a close relationship with roughly half of these recruits? I also touched on my unconventional background. I have no football experience, let alone coaching. However, college football is a copycat league, and the hot new offense changes year to year, with most teams trying cheap imitation of what works. Iowa is a trendsetter. As everyone focuses on offense, Iowa excels at defense and special teams. Iowa needs someone with the mindset to not only succeed offensively, but complement Iowa's strengths. Long, sustained drives to, to give Coach Parker's unit the chance to catch their breath, regroup, and give the opposing offense hell. At the same time, this cannot be the only mindset of Iowa football. Iowa's offense has lacked one thing the past few years an explosive package, passing attack. A quick turnover by the Iowa defense, which they are great at, will give the team momentum and give us a chance for a more explosive play. It will It will not be 100% effective. I saw a spelling mistake in this, and I want to kill myself. (laughs) But it will put points on the board. My offensive strategy will have a two-pronged system. Air raid. By getting a few of the best athletes in the country and focusing heavily on the quarterback position, either to start a game or after a quick turnover, an air raid system similar to Coach Leach's will have the other team's defense on their heels. This will not be your father's Iowa team, and we want our offense fast and precise. If it stalls out, the defense is either not yet taking the field or just had a quick drive and will have the energy to get the ball back. Step two, power I run heavy. As co- great as Coach Parker has the Iowa defense, nobody is perfect. Not every drive will be a quick three and out or end in a turnover. This is where the second prong comes in. With a terrifying offensive line recruited from Iowa's backyard, we'll be able to pound the ball down the opposing defense's throats for a long, sustained drive. As we march down the field, quickly changing to the air raid system while the opposition goes heavy will lead to explosive plays through the air. While I'm sure you have many applicants to consider, I hope you will consider my application to join the esteemed fraternity that is the Iowa Hawkeyes.
1: F- Frankly, I feel like applauding. I Like, encore, please. That was absolutely phenomenal, Kev. That is the most effort I've ever put into a cover letter, by the way. And here's the thing. Somebody is going to read that and genuinely believe that the, that you could change. Like I am, I am sitting here, and I was entirely captivated. I was hanging on every word. Every word, just it was absolutely flawless. And frankly, our dear viewers, I only knew that he applied. I did not know he wrote this cover letter. That one spelling mistake is going to haunt my dreams. By the way. I- it's well, actually, actually, no, it's perfect because if you get a call back or an email back or something like that, being like, haha, what a funny application, be like, like I said in the cover letter, everyone makes mistakes and just mic drop and walk it. Oh, <laughs> oh, Kieran. Oh, yes. This is, I honestly, I would give you the job a hundred percent just for fucking oh karen, if God. i
0: get the job uh, also by the way my girlfriend who's a lovely person is already on board she said uh, first she said we're not moving to iowa i sent her what bride fred's salary was and she's like all right we're moving to iowa so I'm gonna <laughs> mom. I'm like that's fair that's that's fine no issues here <sighs>
1: that's uh great
0: but karen if i get the job do you want to join my staff 100 uh, percent. i don't know 100%. what job we'd have for you but we'd find something for you buddy
1: yeah anything i, I will get you coffee if you want
0: there, have you ever seen and i don't know if our viewers will know this uh you know the band the mighty mighty Bosstones. uh yeah there's one guy who when they're like playing shows he just dances around the stage
1: yeah that's me
0: i'll do that i'll give you that job if you want it i'll find something for you canon don't worry
1: I'll, I'll i'll just be like a leprechaun but like unlike um unlike notre dame's mascot i'm actually irish
0: <laughs> that's true That It's true. And then we can also say how we're not culturally appropriating like Notre Dame is.
1: Exactly. It's a win-win.
0: Perfect. The staff's coming together. Uh, Moving on to college football fans are insane. Uh, Unrelated to what we just talked about, kind of related to what we just talked about, uh, college teams are releasing their schedules for next year when they're playing, who they're playing. Uh, The Alabama-Georgia game. Came up, hotels in and around Tuscaloosa went up to four thousand five hundred dollars a night for the Georgia game. That's nuts. They sold out. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. That's still insane. Mm-hmm. It insanity. Uh, I I don't know what we're gonna talk about that for. I just wanted to bring it up.
1: A- actually, that that actually does bring up a great point that that got me thinking because I don't know the area, what is Tuscaloosa like? Is it like a small city? Have you got like a relatively big downtown area? Like what's the situation? I would say the outskirts, it's
0: it's the south, middle of nowhere. But once you get closer to like actual Tuscaloosa, not just Tuscaloosa County, it's, mm-hmm. you know, a big town, I would say. Mm-hmm.
1: So the only reason I asked that is because I would say Penn state would be like a almost like a smaller version of that. So still built up. I mean, it's getting built up a lot now. I mean, even since I was there, but I wanted to go to the Penn state versus a UMass game. Uh, th- that happened this year because obviously my brothers went to UMass. I went to Penn state. I thought it'd be fun. I was looking into hotels and I found one that, is generally considered cheap, you know, in in the grand scheme of things. You know how much that was? For the Penn State-UMass game, remember? $300. No, $2,800. And I, 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 I balked at that price. I was like, surely I'm missing something. Like, I have, you know, quantity six, you know, or something ridiculous, right? I was using fake canadian money or something like that i i genuinely couldn't believe it it was so expensive and Mm -hmm. i was like i would love to take my brothers to this game but i i i literally can't afford that like i i told my mom about it and everything i was i was shocked at the price when did you look like I, how far I looked like a year in advance or maybe or maybe nine months in advance. But like still, it's UMass. It's fucking UMass. I was thinking like, oh, sweet. I'll get like 250, 300 bucks a night, maybe at like at most expensive. No. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is just
0: way too expensive. Yeah. And it's insane because they can charge that because they know someone will pay for it.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. That was the wildest thing. I I I was, I was shocked. I was so thrown off by that.
0: Yeah, no that, that's fucking insane.
1: It's and UMass it was on the outskirts too. I know, I know. It's UMass. The hotel was on the outskirts of of State College. I've stayed there before for other reasons, but like, I I just I couldn't I could not fathom why it was that expensive. I, I even called them. Look, I was like, I, "Is your prices really this high?" And they're like, "Yeah, people are paying this." And I'm like, "Who God? Like, look, if it
0: was, if it was like a lower tier Big Ten team, I could maybe get it. Like if Michigan State, Maryland, or something even was if, coming.
1: No, even that would be too high for that. Frankly, I if, if it Oh, like, I no. The only I, two I'm games I could, pay it the only two games I could legitimately see something that that happening for is Michigan and Ohio state. And the only other possibility would be that it's the Penn state hasn't lost yet. You know, they've beaten either Michigan state, uh, Michigan or Ohio, and they're playing Michigan Thanksgiving weekend or like right before Thanksgiving. weekend. that price I can see that price makes total sense to me. It's like, you're playing for the big 10 championship. You're right on the cusp of it. That's an acceptable price, but that's, Ridiculous. I mean, the Alabama-Georgia thing is ridiculous too, but that makes sense because it's the SEC. It's still right, ridiculous. We're going to look.
0: We are going to see what hotel costs are in State College November 2nd. If this wants to load. Because I just looked up the schedule. That's when Ohio State's coming to town. So we're on Expedia. Let's go to the first to the third. Let's just see how much that will cost total. Oh, Best Western plus 1,000. Oh, 3,106 total. So 1,400 a night. What? Why is Super 8 by Wyndham 258 a night? I have no idea. Damn.
1: They don't have the schedule yet, (laughs) or they haven't looked it up yet.
0: (laughs) They haven't jacked up their prices yet. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, it's it's fucking insane. But uh, we talked about bowl season earlier. We're going to talk about one bowl game in particular currently, and how I think they need to shut the fuck up. Uh, The Orange Bowl, Florida State versus Georgia. Florida State, of all their talk, how they deserve to be in. They worked hard. They won their conference championship without their quarterback. So they need to be allowed to play in the cultural playoffs while 11 of their players are fucking opting out of this bowl game. Do they really care that much about football if they're going to opt out of maybe the biggest bowl game that Florida State has played in in a decade? Because I think that's the last time they played for national championship. Johnny, Wentz, Johnny Wilson, Trey Benson, Jaheem Bell, Fabian Lovett are all going to the NFL draft. Rodney Hill entering the transfer portal. Bless Harris, great name, transferred to TCU. Uh, DJ Lundy is intending to enter the transfer portal. Malcolm Ray entered the portal. Marcus and Douglas transferred to Arizona State. AJ Duffy transferring to San Diego State. And Jared Verse is going to the NFL draft. Not even counting all the other guys who are in the portal for them. Uh, CJ Campbell. Um, I believe I mentioned Markson Douglas, Dylan Brown Turner, Obami to face, Daughtry Henderson, like Richardson. Uh, it's you can't talk about how much you deserve something and then quit on your team.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's so it's in bad taste, not because if if like I understand that you're upset and I understand that you don't want to like risk an injury in a bowl game. Like I get it, right? But you're doing too you you're 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 not helping your own case. If if you think that you should have been in the college football playoffs, then you either need your you need your best guys there and you need to hold I, frankly, I think Georgia is going to win regardless of, of if they were there or not. But you need to hold Georgia to a respectable win. You know, say a touchdown, maybe maybe a touchdown and a field goal, 10 points at most. And then we could say, all right, all right, you've done that. We can kind of say we may or may not have made a mistake, right? Prove, Prove your worth of your team despite your quarterback situation, prove the worth of your team by staying and playing and showing us that you deserved it by fecking off. You're hurting yourself for the game. I understand you don't want to get injured. You're hurting yourself for the game. You're proving that you don't have, you're you're not fully committed to the, the program and to showing everyone that you would have potentially played for a national championship. And I think it's, it's, it's sad. I get it. But, you know, come on. Like, let's have at least a little bit of loyalty despite the transfer portal and all that jazz. Yeah. And
0: also, we talked about Western Kentucky's quarterback, who is in the transfer portal, and he yeah. still played. His yeah. team needed him. He's like, well, yeah, I'm still a member of this team. I'm playing. Yeah. Uh, some of the guys, look, if you're going to be a first-round pick, get your money up. Don't, Don't be fucking around with maybe getting an injury in mm-hmm. a game that effectively is meaningless. Yeah. I know it's five versus six. We don't like saying that it's meaningless because playing for pride and school school loyalty is important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's not as important as a $10-$15 million signing bonus. Yeah. Like, Keon Coleman has not opted out yet, but he's probably going to. And look, I... If a guy doesn't opt out and he's going to be a high pick, Will Anderson and Bryce Young played in their last bowl game after missing the college bowl playoffs. I like seeing that, but if they did opt out, I wasn't going to be mad at them. I was going right. to fully understand. Right. But, yeah, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's a bad look for Florida State, uh, all the talk they've done with attorney generals getting involved.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and that's that's the big issue. Like you know, you now have like uh, the attorney general. I, I forget her name, but you also have uh, Rick Scott. I think the senator. If, yeah, is that, I got that yeah. right?
0: Is he a senator so, or is he governor? He
1: was governor at one point. I forget if he's. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, governor. You, but but like he's now senator you know, now. He was a governor. Now he's senator. Gotcha. So you have to yeah you know you have these politicians that really should be focused on other issues. Now, you know looking doubly stupid because all of their main guys or at least 11 of their main guys are no longer playing in the one game where they needed to prove that they needed to play in order to prove to the committee that they made a mistake and now next year despite whatever may happen you've just had a black mark against you because you're like okay if you don't you know if if your guys aren't going to play and I know not every person is the same but each precedent you set leads to another thing. You leave a black mark on the program by saying, you know, you, you clearly didn't give enough of a shit to prove to us that you were right. So, you know. Yeah, if we don't you know, get not, our way, we're not playing. Yeah. Uh,
0: we didn't, I didn't put this on the topics. So I don't think we talked about last week. Also, uh, Georgia attorney is demanding that this be counted as a college hall playoff game.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of talk about the whole uh, emergency six-team playoff thing. And to be perfectly honest, I think it would be a lot of fun. Give one and two buys and then have uh, three through six play. I think that would have been a lot of fun. I understand why they didn't do it. But still, like, I think it it would have been really fun to see George compete for it and to see if Florida State could compete for it.
0: Yeah, I I do agree with you, and I'm honestly not too shocked. Florida State is acting like this. I mean, look, Dave, they haven't been great for the past ten years. They're finally getting back to where they were. They're good. They're good, borderline great program team currently. Uh, if George Travis is healthy, but so I get it. I get why they're pissed. Georgia fans should be fucking embarrassed. Mm. Oh. Well, we just went back to back and won 29 straight. Why aren't we in? Probably because you fucking lost the SEC championship. Like, And also, Gee. you you guys were, or still are, one of the premier programs in college football. Yeah. Why are you bitching and moaning so much? I also fucking hate Georgia fans because they're like, oh, if uh, Alabama's in the college role playoffs and they're still just talking about us. Yeah. Y'all did the same thing last year.
1: <laughs>
0: what, the, what the fuck are you talking about? but before we get out of here, Karen, we're going to talk about one more thing yeah. that I sent you on Instagram but I forgot to put on the topics.
1: No, I know. I was I was going to roll right into this.
0: Uh Josh Pate, uh my bitching and moaning about Georgia, remind me. Josh Pate, who's a great follow if you're a cultural fan, uh tweeted which dormant CFB program would have the most insufferable fan base if they ever became elite. Mm.
1: Karen, I'm going to let you go first. So, uh <sighs> We, there was a lot. There was a lot of teams that initially jumped to my mind. And in order to get inspiration, I, I did look at the post you sent me and uh, I was thinking like, you know, maybe if I go to the comments, I'll get some inspiration. And I sort of did because there was a lot and I mean a lot of Tennessee people in there it was tennessee it was a lot of sec schools bama was only on there once now granted i didn't scroll through all, not... all, all thousand comments i didn't they are elite year. though already I, no i yes but somebody said alabama which i thought was really weird i saw one penn state which i was happy about because i feel like penn state are on the cusp of their they're pretty good but like so i would still say that they're uh would be considered very good and so they're not really dormant they can win um they have the potential to win but i think the the biggest one is probably Notre Dame because regardless of of their season they always start with way too much hype and i know this sounds a bit repetitive because we do it all the time but seriously if they were to win a national championship in the next 5 years we wouldn't hear you and I would be dead before they stopped talking about it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I can see that. Uh, also, the reason why you saw a lot of SEC schools is because Saturday Night South posted it. That was
1: a, and that's an SEC account. Well, it was also posted with uh, with all CFB. That's true. So I was like, but I did scroll through them and I, I saw a lot of Nebraska fans. Weirdly which I didn't you, think was a thing, which yeah, which seems correct. I, I feel like that's a good school to pick, but I really don't find Nebraska fans annoying. Uh, maybe it's because they haven't won anything and exactly proving the point. But, uh, you know, overall, I think they're not that bad. We'll, we'll see what happens with Matt Rule and uh, Dylan next year. But, uh, you know, I digress. Yeah. I, I still think it's, it's Notre Dame because despite them being ranked consistently, I still think they're a dormant program overall.
0: That's true. I saw one that was a comment. Of, Vandy fans could ask you a big math question to make fun of your smartness.
1: Yeah. But I saw that. I
0: My first thought was Tennessee, as a lot of Alabama mm-hmm. fans of. Yeah. Vern Funquist tweeted or responded, Tennessee won 11 games in East Division silver medal and made a commemorative book. So that one. Yeah. A lot of Texas A&M's. A lot of Texas A&M's. Miami, too. I think Miami. Yeah it is going to be insufferable. And this just could just be because I know I'd have to deal with Jared. Uh, Probably love Jared, but God, a good Miami team would make me want to paint my walls red with my brain matter. Yeah. See,
1: I, I get the Miami thing, but I think, I don't think they'd be the most insufferable. I think like they would be insufferable, like to an extent. You'd be like, all right. Yeah. Like, get over it type thing. And maybe, maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe I, am completely mischaracterization, mischaracterizing Miami fans, but I don't think they'd be the worst. I
0: think they could be just because they, there aren't a lot of super vocal Miami fans currently, Mm -hmm. but then once they start getting good, you would be seeing so many people talking about the, you and the hurricanes are back and all that shit who didn't care. Right. So I think they would be. I think they would be the most annoying—the people who don't actually care until the team's good. Uh, one person commented Troy, which I thought was a weird inclusion. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I think
1: tr- one 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 group of people or one group of schools, I should say, that we're forgetting is the Ivy Leagues because they used to be great. So if like Princeton got really good, like next year. I think they would be the most insufferable because they are, they've been dormant for about a hundred years now. <laughs> yeah, but also, I
0: think they're FCS stuff, so nobody would really care.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, a lot of people are saying Colorado. I think the media would be annoying. I don't know what the fans would be. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, Florida State also would be insufferable because they. Would be talking about this year nonstop. Like they could yeah, just but, rattle off four straight, and then go. But they would have been five if they put us in.
1: Yeah. Oh well, that's a good point. But but also, like I, I really don't consider the Florida, Florida State, a, a dormant, a dormant thing. I would argue. I would argue Penn State's more dormant than Florida State. Like I know Florida State hasn't had as a as consistent a good record as Penn State, but they did win, uh, back in what. Please remind me of the date because I I will butcher it. 14? Thank you. 13. 13. Um, Like, they actually won something recently, you know, within the last 10 years. So, uh, you know, I'd argue that they they have better credibility than Penn State does, who's only won uh, one Big Ten championship.
0: Uh, That's true. I don't know. Would you consider Auburn a dormant program? A little bit, because they they won in twenty eleven or twenty ten, excuse me.
1: Yeah, see, yeah, it's like it's like, what do you consider the? Cut is it off, that ten year cutoff? I think it's a ten year cutoff. I think it has to be a ten year cutoff of, of consistently poor performances for you to be considered dormant.
0: That's fair. Uh, they're not quite dormant. They fell well within that ten year cutoff. But and this is not the fans necessarily. Uh, if Clemson ever comes back, Dabo is going to be fucking insufferable yeah just Dabo.
1: yeah no one else
0: <laughs> but we just listed a lot of schools uh let's know on twitter now uh, what dormant fan base would be the worst if they suddenly became elite uh shout out late kick josh for that go follow him he's a really good follow as i mentioned uh but uh that's our show it's brought to you as always by yeats at dot official.com promo code tailgate for 10% off your order and everyone have a safe, fun, happy, healthy, Merry Christmas. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, uh, is Hanukkah still going on? I think Hanukkah is still Yeah, there. I think so. I think it just started last week. We're going to check. We're going to double check because I don't want to be wrong. Oh, maybe. Maybe. When did Hanukkah start? Hanukkah is long over. It ended almost a week ago. So my oh. apologies. Happy Hanukkah. We missed it. Uh, not great. Quanza uh, starts the twenty sixth, so there's that. What about Festivus? <laughs> uh, t- to be honest with you, and Karen, this might upset some people. Yeah, not a big Seinfeld fan.
1: Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's never... that's actually not, that's not a controversial take. I I I did it because I've just seen a bunch of memes about it, so I thought, yeah, why not throw it in? But like, I totally understand. Yeah, it, I just never
0: really got into it. It's not a uh, anything about the show. It's not like a Friends thing where everyone's like loved it for a couple of years and then suddenly it's problematic and sucks. Look, I think it has its issues, but I think suddenly everyone hating on it's a little weird. Same thing with the office.
1: Like I don't know. I know we're getting off topic here and I don't know if this is gonna make the edit or not, but like it's one of those things where I found I found Seinfeld funnier than Friends, but I found the office funnier than both of them combined. If that makes any sense. <coughs> And I yeah, didn't really no, like it's... The Office either.
0: That's fair. I like Parks and Rec more. I think.
1: Oh, Park Parks and Rec is good. That, that's a underrated funny show. Yeah,
0: but all right, that's our show. There's a little sitcom talk for you. Yeah. Did you ever watch Frasier? No. Then I feel like that might have been a little bit before us. No. No, because I think Frazier went to Seattle. Like, was it?
1: After I, I literally 9/11? don't know. I've, I've I know of the show, but I, I've never seen it. Yeah, it's
0: okay. I don't care about the 2023 reboot. Oh my god, why would I, Why would anyone ever Google that? 1993 to 2004. So it was like right around the time we were growing up. Fair enough. Never watched it. Uh, but if anyone has thoughts on sitcoms, also let us know on Twitter. Uh, but also, yeah, everyone have a good, safe, fun, healthy, happy Cheers. Christmas. Cheers. So they wanted a stable presence, a guy without a lot of scandals, so they hired someone who killed Steve. Yeah, I, I the way.
1: Just going to put that out there just so uh, we don't get sued. Yeah, I, yeah. well, well, thank you for that. I'm not sure whether I should be offended or taken as a compliment. But, but you know, go on. Put them both in a jousting tournament.
0: It, none of it matters. Texas AM's going to go 8 and 4 this year. Half those kids are going to
1: transfer. Are you sure? Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.